Yeah, we're really excited. You know, the players are, are uh, you know, thrilled, you know, to continue the season. Um, you know, it's uh, you, you look at the, look at the tournament and the field, you know, that's in it. There's some really good teams, uh, you know, throughout the bracket. And, um, you know, we feel really fortunate to be able to play another game in the spectrum. Uh, you know, I called Justin right after, you know, the announcement happened and, and uh, he was obviously over the moon and, and ecstatic about being able to play another game and uh, in another tournament and, 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 uh, you know, we realize we're playing a great team in Oregon, you know, a team that's, you know, had, you know, some really big wins, um, you know, in a tough conference that they're playing in and, uh, and beyond that as well, they're really well coached and, and uh, we're just excited that we're able to play in front of the Aggie fans again. All right. Uh, questions from the group, Scotty, you want to start that off? Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the range of emotions like when you go from, uh, after after a loss, not knowing if you're going to play at all, and thinking your season may be done, and then all of a sudden you have a home game and you're playing a Pac-12 team at your at your own place. I mean, what are those range of emotions like in the last 72 hours? Yeah, I mean, gosh, I mean, it, it kind of runs the whole gamut, right? Um, you know, really sad when it ends. You know, when you know that it's it's not going to be an option for your team to play. You know, or for our team to play in the NCAA tournament. Um, and you don't know if you're going to be able to suit up again, you know, together, um, you know, some great guys in our locker room, um, obviously Justin and Brock, Brandon, kind of the, uh, older guys, leaders of the team. Um, and, you know, standing up on that or sitting up there on that, that, uh, stage after the game, you know, it kind of hit me, you know, um, you know, talking about Justin there for a little bit and, uh, and then, you know, trying to figure out, okay, so, you know, in terms of practice and stuff like that, you know, what should the schedule be for the next couple of days? And, and, uh, you know, cause it's, there's some uncertainty surrounding, you know, will we play again? And, uh, we ended up getting in the gym today. We practiced, you know, right around the selection show. Um, and it was just a light, you know, shoot and uh, exercise for the guys and spent some time together. And, and uh, we didn't watch the show together. We all kind of went our separate ways. Um, and, uh, but, you know, the, the players have their own group chat and then we have an overall group chat, you know, amongst the whole, you know, uh, entire program, staff and players. And, uh, you, know, you know, to a man, just everybody's ecstatic about, you know, continuing the season and being able to compete with one another, um, you know, for sure one more time. Coach RJ Salveson, congratulations on the NIT bid. Uh, I want to ask you about the respect that the committee has for you, that you finished seventh in your conference, but yet you are the four seed hosting Oregon at your place on Tuesday night. That's got to mean a lot to you and what the kind of schedule you guys put together through the non-conference and a especially how tough the Mountain West Conference was. Yeah, no question. I think you, you hit the nail on the head there. I mean, our, our conference is one of the best in the country and, you know, extremely well respected. And, um, you know, we, we were excited, you know, I text with each of the coaches that, you know, made the NCAA tournament and congratulated one of them, uh, you know, for a really successful season. And, 
you know, each one of them responded and, and, you know, said, you know, how, how tough it was, you know, overall, just the conference in general, just every night. And you think about Boise who ended up winning the whole thing and how many tight games they had to work their way through, you know, over the course of that conference season um, and then had to do it again in the conference tournament, you know, to be able to cut those nets down. I mean, it was just, you know, they had an amazing season and, uh, and there were so many close ones that the, the quarterfinal games were incredible. And, um, you know, I think, you know, for us, you know, we're just happy to be playing without a doubt. And it's like icing on the cake to be able to play one more time in the spectrum. And I know the Aggie faithful will be in that gym, you know, on Tuesday night and excited. Um, and, uh, you know, I know our players are going to do their best to, you know, play their best together. Coach, can I ask you a couple things? Uh, one is we can't get Oregon usually to come to Logan to play us. They, you know, they normally won't come to Logan. So there's the big deal. Could you react to that? And then also they were a team, obviously, that everybody in the country starting the season thought was a top 10 basketball team. Yeah. And something happened to them during the season, obviously, with not winning as many as they thought. Without probably you got to have a guy or two made that run last year on their team. So they've still got to be dang good. Yeah, I mean they're they're a really talented team for sure. Um, you know, one of their best players, if not their best player, hasn't played in the last three games. Uh, missed a few there, um, and then you know uh, I think they started out slow. Uh, you know, this past season, and then they really hit their stride in the middle of it. And at the end, you know, as can happen in really tough conferences, you know, you lose a few you know, down the stretch. I mean, we certainly experienced that ourselves this year. It doesn't mean you're a bad basketball team. Um, it means that you're, you're facing some really good, good teams and it hadn't gone your way. And, and, um, you know, they're, they're a very fast team. You know, our staff is here at my house right now, just kind of working through it. And so I can't really give you everything just yet in terms of, you know, game plan and all that kind of stuff. We're trying to familiarize ourselves, you know, with them as best we can, but, you know, anytime you're playing a Dana Altman coach team, you know you're in for a battle. They're really they're going to keep you off balance with their defenses. Offensively, they're going to be extremely efficient, and they're going to have size and athleticism and quickness. And we know we're going to be facing that, you know, on on Tuesday night and have to deal with that on Tuesday night. Um, but you know, we've got some really good teams in our league that we that you know hopefully have you know prepped us for it and. Um, you know, we're, we're excited and, and about the challenge. And, and to your last point about, uh, you know, Power Five, you know, um, teams coming to Logan. Yeah, this is a tremendous opportunity for us because it doesn't happen that often. And we certainly want to schedule, you know, these types of games. Um, but as you know, a lot of times our best chance to play these folks, you know, is on a neutral site like we did in, in Myrtle Beach. And we'll have certainly some more opportunities next year to do that as well. But, um, you know, we, we, we would welcome any team that wants to come to Logan and certainly we would want to return that game to them, you know, as well. Hey coach, uh, I just wanted to ask you, did you, were you able to watch, did you, you, you said the team didn't watch it. Did you watch the NIT show? Oh or, yeah. Or, yeah. Um, my wife, it was just Lucy and I sitting in the living room watching it together. And, you know, they used to do it back in the day, they would do it where, um, you know, you would know before the bracket was revealed, you know, you would be alerted. Um, you know, they call John Hartwell and say, Hey, you're in and you're the seat or whatever you're playing, whatever. 
now it's it's you know because it's run by the NCAA now it's it's very similar to the NCAA tournament. Um, right. You know they're in the same room pretty much. Yeah. You know adjacent room picking the teams and you know we've talked about it all year and Scotty G and I've talked about it on the radio show a ton. Like our metrics are our metrics. The numbers are the numbers. Like we you know our team you know has has uh, scheduled well. Um, and performed well against good teams. We just haven't beaten enough of those good teams. Have we beaten some of those teams that we played? Maybe we were would have been, you know, in the NCAA tournament. Um, and that's a it's a tough thing to tough pill to swallow. But um, yeah, once I was a little nervous because it got all the way down to the end. And <laughs> that's what I was going to ask you. Did you get? <laughs> yeah, did you get <laughs> there hadn't been one Mountain West tournament or Mountain West team, you know, mentioned yet. Or, or called yet and so I was a little bit nervous and uh and then it ended up happening obviously and so it was a big you know yeah. celebration in the Odom household that's, that, that's <laughs> yeah, what I I'm to- so happy I'm, I really am I'm so happy for our players you know because that's- they genuinely want to play again and who knows how the game's going to go I'm not really concerned about that I mean we, we're going to do our best obviously and we want to win um but I'm so happy that they get a chance to play in a postseason uh, they deserve it. They've been through a lot all season and they've had their fair share of hard breaks and tough losses and weird situations that we all know. And, and they've never let it, you know, bother them. You know, they've just always come back with a great attitude and, and, you know, I'm really, I'm really happy most importantly for, you know, our players. Coach last season, uh, Boise State, Colorado State, Memphis, teams that are in the tournament this year uh, kind of use this NIT to springboard into that for the next season. Can you talk about how that can be an opportunity for you guys? Yeah, no question. I mean, it's anytime you can play in postseason play, you're playing in a tournament. If the tournament is happening, it's worth going for it to try to win it. It doesn't matter what tournament it is. And, you know, the NIT is, is, you know, a storied you know, tournament, I think, Kyle, you'll have to correct me, but I think this is the first time since 2008. Is that what it is? You know, that Utah State's be a part of the part of the tournament and to have a, a home game is really special, you know, for us. And yes, I think it can springboard you on to better things, you know, and, in, in you know, the coming years, as long as you use it the right way. Uh, certainly is disappointment uh, that we didn't, you know, uh, reach our goals of making the NCAA tournament and having a go at that. Um, but this is a really good opportunity for our program. And, uh, you know, you got to remember, we lost some really good players over the last couple of years, lost a coach and had to, you know, re retool this thing. And, um, you know, for us to, you know, be where we're at right now is, you know, a positive and, um, we certainly want to use it that way. Um, I know it's, it's certainly been good to the Odoms. My father, coached in it a number of times and he actually won it three times. He won it once at Wake Forest and twice at South Carolina. And, you know, one year that they won it, his team beat Florida, who was the national champion. He beat them twice in the regular season and lost to them in the championship of the SEC tournament by two. And then they didn't make it. So it's similar to Texas A&M, you know, Texas A&M made it all the way to the final of the SEC tournament and, you know, or right there and end up, you know, in the NIT. And it's all about how you, how you, um, you know, uh, approach it. And, you know, I know our guys will approach it like they have every other game that they played this year. And that's to try to win. 
Hey, coach, I just want to clarify. correct. The last uh, time we were in the NIT was 2008. Last time we hosted an NIT game was 2004. Ajay, cool. your question? Tail, or at least on to Sean's question. Did you not know at all or have any inkling that you guys would be in the NIT until you saw your name pop up on the TV screen? No, I had no idea. Yeah, so, I mean, just when you saw it was when I saw it. And, um, you know, we were hopeful, you know. I mean, you go and you look at the numbers, and I followed them, you know, probably too much, you know, over the course of the last few days. And, you know, our Ken Palm was at 44, I think, at the very end. And, you know, the net was at 60. And, you know, if you're, if you're going to have those numbers, they got to mean something, right? And, um, and, you know, our conference ranking, you know, is really strong. I was disappointed that others didn't get in. But, you know, from our conference, I mean, I thought UNLV, I thought Fresno State, both well-deserving, you know, of, of an NIT berth. Um, but, you know, they've cut it down now. You only have 32 spots. And, you know, we have four in the NCAA tournament and one in the NIT, and and uh, we're fortunate to be that one. And uh, we're going to do our best to represent, you know, the Mountain West, you know, the right way. Coach Jake Nielsen, let me ask you, last time that Utah State won in the NIT was, was when, when Jeff and Sean were in high school back in uh, 1960. And, uh, oh. <laughs> you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, did you just uh, go at you right there? <laughs> I – I had that one in my back pocket, but um, I think I'm the only one who was in high school then. Yeah, I'll go with yeah. that. <laughs> uh, but is is there a sense of urgency, Coach? Just you haven't the team hasn't won since 1960. Like winning postseason games, just that doesn't come all the often. So even though it isn't the tournament, yeah. like is that some urgency you're going to tell your players, like, hey, like this is important? Yeah, no question. I mean, my dad always had a saying, and I've always used it. You know, you're not in the tournament until you win one. And, uh, you know, that's certainly how we're, we're going to approach this thing. We got to, we got to go and we want to compete to win. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, I think it's, it's how our guys have approached, you know, every game that we've played. And I know we've had some hard, hard losses, um, and, you know, some tough times in that locker room after games, but we've also had some pretty cool moments and, uh, you know, winning that tournament down in Myrtle beach. I mean, that was special. I mean, the hugs and the feeling that our guys had, you know, after that game was really special. You can't buy that. And, um, it's certainly an opportunity. I've, I've been to games, you know, in the garden in the NIT and, uh, you know, I can remember dad was holding Connor as a little kid after he won, you know, his crazy curly hair. You can find a picture of that, you know, uh, you know, on, on that main, main court. And so it is special. We talked to our team about that today and not knowing whether we would get in or not. And, um, and uh, I know there's a lot of work to be done for all the teams, you know, to, to even make it to New York city, but, you know, it's a special experience, you know, to do that and be a part of that. And so that's what we're chasing. And it's one game at a time. And, you know, hopefully we play well in the first game and, and uh, we'll see what happens from there. Coach, from a health standpoint, I mean, it seems like you're the healthiest you've been all year, but Steven had that injury, missed the San Jose game. You said it might turn into something a little bit more, a little down the road. Between him and Brock, is there any reason we shouldn't expect those two to go Tuesday night? Yeah, I mean, they, they, they both are good. I mean, they both practiced today. So, um, you know, they're both in good shape right now and, and uh, excited about the opportunity to, to play. And, um, 
yeah, this is probably is the the healthiest we've been. Um, and, uh, and we're looking forward to it. So. Coach, what are the, uh, what are the next 48 hours look like for you in terms of practice and, and preparation for, for this game? Yeah. I mean, it's a one day prep, right? So we have, you know, tomorrow, same for, same for, you know, Oregon, they're going to have to get on a plane and fly all the way here and, uh, get situated and, and, and there's a lot of preparation that goes along with that. And thankfully we're not having to do that. Um, you know, in terms of the travel aspect of it. And so our guys will have cl- normal class tomorrow. We start back, you know, with school and we'll practice at three and uh, we'll have film ready for them. And that's kind of what we're doing right now as a staff kind of getting that ready. And, um, you know, that, that takes a bit of time and to kind of really go through it and put the game plan together. And, and so we really got to, cause it's not a team that we played, right. You know, this is not air force we're playing or Colorado state that we played twice already. This is a, a brand new opponent that we have to prep for really quickly and figure out, you know, how we're best, you know, going to have success against them. And so, you know, my coaches are sitting in my house right now here and, and, uh, you know, going through it. And, um, so it's pretty cool. It's fun stuff. That's what you do in the NCAA tournament too, right? You figure it out eventually. Like I was talking to my friend who's coaching Longwood that worked for us at, at UMBC and, uh, he's busy with his staff right now working on Tennessee, you know, getting ready. And so it's a cool, it's a cool time of year. It's what March is all about. Anything else for coach? Maybe one more, if anybody's got them. 